show. Today, we're going to talk about dreams, nightmares, and dreamscapes. Why do we dream? Do your dreams mean anything? Can you control your dream? Why can you only remember some dreams, not others? Right, Dave? That's right. I hope you're well rested for this episode. Yeah. I think you have worse dreams when you're, like, really fucking tired. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a notorious dreamer. I think that he is. if given the chance, I would be unconscious the majority of my life. Like Dave's Rumble like... Stiltskin. <laughs> Rumble Stiltskin? Yeah. You mean Rip Van Winkle? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Rumble. What's, what's Rumble Foreskin about? <laughs> that was a porno. Rumble Stiltskin was the guy that fucking... He's had to guess his name because... Uh, was his fucking lady on the spindle? Oh yeah, yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Or... Okay. Yeah, Rip Van Winkle. That that guy. <laughs> Motherfucker said Rumble Stillskin. <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> fucking Sleeping Sleeping Beauty over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave's like Inception. <laughs> every every day I he go like, to work, I have a new dream. He like creates whole ass worlds and lives a whole life inside of the dreamscape and and then wakes up and <laughs> and tells everybody about it. That's yeah, today I uh yes last night I dreamed that you know, I lived seventy five years in my life and <laughs> there was trains on roads and <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's some details in dreams that are really hard to remember, but like, I, which is the other night, I dreamt that I was hanging out with the Powerpuff Girls, <laughs> and uh, oh there's an evil stepmother villain who's like, yeah, I got a booty like Zilla, you know, I'm the main villain, uh, something, my name is Priscilla, and while that was happening, this little song, there was like a a director's commentary happening in the side of my head where it's like, yeah, I really like this, this song that they had because like, you really know that her name is going to be Priscilla before she even says it. And it was like, everything was laid out. And, uh, one it's of like the Aussie man. Yeah. It was like, all, yeah, Aussie man. Uh, and then there was a power where you could write a word on a piece of paper and then that piece of paper would represent the actual thing. So for some reason, shotgun was written on a piece of paper, like the size of a fortune cookie. And now, the Powerpuff Girl Blossoms running around with a piece of paper blowing holes in people. And <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, there's there's whole dynamics and systems and within my dreams that Fucking I can remember day. pretty astutely. I mean, I remember dreams from when I was like 10 years old. Yeah, uh, yeah. For whatever reason, whatever rhyme or reason, um, uh, I'm really able to recall these with most most of the time, like 80% of the time. Maybe even higher than that, and I've like trained myself to as soon as I wake up, like start thinking about my dream. I try not to get distracted with anything else that's going on, um, because it's it's more real to me than than real life. Sometimes, you know, it is like a, a perfect escape. You don't feel pain, you don't feel suffering, you don't feel anxiety unless it's a nightmare. Yeah, and uh, I used to have reoccurring nightmares from the uh tales from the crypt i was four years old we were moving into a new apartment they set up the tv in the little uh, entertainment hutch they turned it on and the first thing that popped up was like the crypt keeper laughing i fell on my ass traumatized Mm -hmm. and i dreamt of the crypt keeper with the same exact dream until Mm -hmm. i was probably 12 years old no yeah yeah. i uh, still dream of zombies every once in a while Usually it has like a Dreamt of zombies last night. Yeah. Thought you were with the Powerpuff Girls last night. No, that was a couple nights ago. <laughs> Things moved The quick. Powerpuff Girls were killing zombies with fucking shotgun paper. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my brother 
He was really into horror movies. He's like five years older than me. So he was probably 12, and I was like somewhere around in there, you know. Um, wasn't very old, maybe five, six. Watching fucking Night of the Living Dead when I was really young, you know. It looked real to me. Fucking, you couldn't tell. It was the that black was the, and... That was a Romero version, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. George A. Romero. The one that started it all. Yep. Um... The black and white one. And uh, it was cheesy as shit, but when I saw it, it looked like a documentary. <laughs> you know, like you, yeah. when dad would watch like History Channel and shit like that, documentaries all the time, and they were always filmed in like black and white. Mm-hmm. And fucking, you're like, oh my God, this is real. <laughs> I didn't know. So I've kind of become traumatized to zombies even now. I still like if I watch, I can watch zombie movies now, but mm-hmm. I always have a dream about it after. So it has like a trigger, and usually my family's in it and they're about to get eaten, and then I have to push them out of the way, and then I get eaten. That's usually how it goes. Um, I'm like a fucking soldier up in that shit, and then I always die saving them. So yeah, mine was always always dinosaurs because I watched Jurassic Park like <laughs> a freak when I was younger. <laughs> So I'd always have some. I remember this one because I, I lived kind of on the beach. And so in my dreams, the beach would change pretty dramatically to where like the beachhead was like three or four hundred feet long, you know, between the actual water and where our mm. property was. And uh, I'd have dreams of like T-Rexes just running around on the beach. I, I remember I was in a foxhole one time. Like, mm. I dug a hole and I had like this little burlap sack above me and the T-Rex is stomping around. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get squished <laughs> or he's going to like open this thing. I'm just eat me like a fucking Flintstones popsicle or something. <laughs> push yep, push yep. me up and, and bite me. Uh, and so I was always being chased. You know, your legs start slowing down. It's like you're running through mud. Um, and when you're, uh, you have dreams, you fight like nightmares. You're fighting someone, wow. but you have no power behind your punches all the time. And you're just like, dude, what is this guy made of? <laughs> yeah, this guy's made out of steel. I man. Like I've gone through eight months of chemo. Like I can't do anything. Yeah, I've had so many of those. Yeah. Those are the worst. Um, Especially when you're you're like trying to protect someone and you can't do anything, but then you'll have dreams where, uh, well, a couple of months ago I dreamt of like John Wicked, twenty twenty people, you know what <laughs> I mean? Uh, breaking arms, grabbing pistols before they hit the ground, shooting three guys, you know, just the whole whole nine yards. Uh, super cinematic. Yeah. Um, but I th- I think that the majority of it is uh, wish fulfillment. Yeah, and uh, like like it's a, it's a whole recipe. I think equal parts wish fulfillment, and then you're just digesting the information from that day and kind of partitioning it out to your long term memory or like short term memory. You're attributing different like emotional stimuli to stuff, kind of prioritizing how you remember things and and why mm. and how well. Uh, right, that just meets whatever your wish fulfillment for that that day is. Because I know there's plenty of time you talk about something towards the end of the day, right before you go to bed, and that's what you wind up dreaming about. Yeah. So I, I suppose in that context, you can control your dreams by reinforcing stimuli, like mental stimuli, before <laughs> you go to bed. I have a waking dream sometimes. Like I'm not like asleep or anything, but if I close my eyes, it's it's weird. Like I. Uh, see faces everywhere strange you know what i mean uh it's kind of like little just in the darkness faces running around everywhere i'm like what the fuck is wrong with me (laughs) uh but yeah we dreams are strange you know my son was telling me about one of his dreams that he had recently really weird like almost like a reincarnation dream Mm -hmm. so he was like a cop like big mustache cop you know, and as uh, all cops should be. Yeah, he's like clearing this house in his uniform, he says, and then like he goes into the room and he knew he had a mustache because like he was like first person shooter mm-hmm. shit. He knew he had a mustache and what he looked like, dark hair, slick back, mm-hmm. kinda and uh he didn't look uh he looked like kinda Spanish. Okay. Or or Hispanic. Um he like went into the room and there's like a big mirror and he saw himself in the mirror and then 
he's looking at himself in the mirror and he, when he goes to turn the guy's there that he's after mm -hmm. and then they like shot each other at the same time and he ended up dying but he's like it's weird because like you know normally when you have a dream it's you in the dream mm -hmm. like you know, i was like completely someone else and i was like damn that is weird you know my my dreams are all over the place i don't have a set perspective Mm -hmm. So I'm myself, I'm other people, I'm a third, like, like a camera up in the sky looking down yeah. on an isometric <laughs> view. No, I am, I'm constantly changing. I've been like a mother, I've been like the son, I've, I've just whatever it is, uh, the plot of the dream that's shifting, <laughs> I'm, I'm following along with it in a bunch of different ways. Um, so I'm never just like a guy you know, doing one thing, it's, it's always different. Uh, so yeah. it keeps things interesting. You know yeah, what I mean? Usually for me, it's me. I don't think I've ever had a dream where I was someone else. Oh yeah, dude. I'm rarely me. I don't know. I think because maybe for you, like, that's just how you are. You like sporadic, you know, I had a dream that I was like <laughs> two people. I was, I was a couple uh, of widows and then I was able to like in this dream look and it was kind of like in a mirror or whatever or I was looking at us standing together and then my persona of each person changed to the deceased like mm. you know people yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was weird this like shift so my dreams are really kind of cinematic in that way like it's filmed like a movie it's not usually first person view it's usually a third person but I think I've only ever had the dream of someone else, like, watching a movie. Well, I was neither. I was, like, the narrator mm -hmm. when I did the story movie thing um, with the kid that got abused. Talked about oh, that right, a few right, times. Right, yep. That's the only time that's happened, and it was, like, a reoccurring dream over and over, always the same. It was, like, really fucking... It was, like, watching a movie and fast-forward. Kids born all the way till the part where I stopped writing, basically. That was the only time I wasn't even in it. I think because I try to put myself in positions so much to understand them. And maybe that's why it's always me in the dream. Likely. <laughs> like, I've had a dream that I was like a Nazi soldier. This is the one you told me I was a scientist? I was torturing people? I was torturing Yeah. You? Yeah. You were like a fucking weirdo scientist and... You were, like, fucking torturing the shit out of me trying to get information, and I wouldn't give it up. Uh, I made your skin, like, super hard, and you could spit acid, and you yeah, broke like, out. Yeah, that dream. Yeah, I, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, I, like, you were doing these experiments, and my body, like, absorbed it, and then became... It was, like, extremely painful. Like, I remember waking up, like, fucking sore as shit, probably because I was flopping around around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I could, like do all these things now and I ended up escaping like weapon X, <laughs> but yeah. So there's that side, right? There's the purely scientific side. I'm like, Oh, this is probably how we process data and emotions and grief and, you know, wishes and desires. But then there's the spooky shit. Yeah. Scary. So couple, couple things we can talk on is, uh, astral projection, AKA like lucid dreaming, um, out of body experiences that people, claim to be able to manipulate uh ninjas you know back uh in like the years of bushido i used to think that they could astral project and like seek out a castle and like find out where the shogun was and all the guards and stuff and yeah. then report back so they'd be tested on that out of body experience um and that's kind of a, a hallmark that we've seen of like really high wizened men or like magicians um and then there's like the premonition side of dreaming, you know, oracles, you have, uh, like the 300 when they go talk to the oracles at Delphi, Yeah. which historically they think that they, <clears throat> these oracles on this temple were located next to like, uh, a natural vent for like gases. So they're yeah, always yeah. like high and like poisoned, um, <laughs> a super creepy scene. Anyways, uh, they mistreated those girls a lot. Uh, but you have like seers, diseased old mystics. Mm -hmm. um, you have these people who believe 
they have portents like Nostradamus, who's got these predictions. Uh, he could be a whole episode into of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've experienced one that was ludicrously accurate uh, for like a premonition. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was, was a teenager dating this girl. And uh, we, in the dream, were walking around a college campus and it was dusk. We passed by this kid's uh, dorm and I had known this kid. I think it was Adam. Uh, I knew she knew this guy, like IRL. So it was the same guy in the dream. And she's like, hey, let's stop and say hi to Adam. Okay, cool. They go in. It's like dark, like dingy dorm. Uh, they're on the couch watching TV. And she sits down, dialogue for some short period of time. And I'm like, okay, like we got to go, you know, sunset and we got to leave. And she's like, no, I think I'll just stay here. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Stay here? She's like, yeah. I'm just going to stay here. I was like, all right, fuck you. So I left and I remember like walking down, you know, into the sunset. So then the next day, uh, I don't talk to her much, but she goes over to actual Adam's house to study. All right. Sitting on the couch, watch TV, studying, whatever they make out. And then yes, she cheated on me with them. But in that context, uh, and we were still young. It wasn't like she was like went over there and blew them or got railed out in the kitchen. But, uh, you know, still, I was, really invested in her and uh so the following day she told me and i was like bitch i already fucking knew <laughs> so it was like they went over there for a, a scholastic endeavor went to his place on the couch watching tv that's where the thing happened no i think i'll stay you know versus like you know they make out and then i that was the day before so i was like damn like i i dreamt this shit right <laughs> to almost the t and mm. to this day i have she didn't tell me that she's going to go to Adam's house the day before when I had the dream. I had no idea of what she was doing that day or anything. I, he wasn't like even like a speck on my radar, you know, because she was involved in a bunch of extra scholastic activities. She had like a 4.5 GPA. It was wild. Um, so he wasn't perceived as a threat or anything like that. I didn't know what her plans were, but I dreamt all of that very, very specifically the day before. And that's the closest I've ever come to premonition. So, if there's people that had similar experiences, I mean, that's like a touch of the divine or something else, some trans dimensional information that's being received. I don't know that I've ever had a premonition. I couldn't imagine if you had those like a lot, you know, that was the one that was pretty much the one and done. But if you had someone who was plagued with those like weekly and they were like bad and Constantine shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it would suck. Um, I don't think I've ever really had anything like that. I've definitely had like residual memory come back. You know, like when my mom died, <clears throat> I had a whole bunch of dreams about like that over and over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was terrible. Um, you know, it's like the astral projecting thing. Like it's like a CIA file on the gateway process. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that on a different one, but you know, they like tried a whole bunch of experiments and, uh, supposedly some of them worked psychics shit, you know, I don't know. I think, uh, some of your nightmares are like deep rooted, you know, from like things that have happened to you. Um, I still have said zombies because of that, but, I still have, like, even, like, being awake when I'm doing something that I know I probably shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So I don't really do things that I think are wrong ever. But I'm doing something, I'm like, I get that split second of, like, is my dad going to fly out and fucking punch me in the face if I do this? <laughs> you know, and I'm 40 years right, old. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of my, my gauge for if it's wrong. Like, would my dad beat my ass if I did this? Probably. So that's not, you know, but dreams are strange, man. You know, I mean, you said something about Nostradamus. He had all these premonitions and like a lot of them, a lot of them can perceive as true. Uh, Twin Towers fall. Mm -hmm. He wrote all these down. He was probably like 
Dave Rodamas. Yeah. <laughs> He's having all these dreams about the Powerpuff Girls and like, okay, this is what I think it is about. And then he wrote a book and then we read it because he wrote it because he's like a million years old. He wrote it how they write, you know, not like, yeah, some shit happened in the Powerpuff yeah. Girl. And he wrote it all like poetically and we're, we're like looking at it like, damn, man, he predicted all this stuff. In reality, he was just having fucking dreams about Powerpuff Girls, probably drinking some kind of fucking weird potion. Yeah, the um, <laughs> the lens by which we view some of these uh, portents and premonitions is kind of like a um, it, it gets filtered through like a funnel. You know, what I mean, there's really wide, uh, interchangeable situations. You know, it's super vague and it could be applicable mm, to anything. It's yeah. kind of like your horoscopes. And it's like you will have a bad day today. Like, oh my goodness, have a I'm bad day every day. I'm gonna have a bad day, right? And then it gets like very specific, like you know. 1500 years from now the twin towers are fall as a you know a gilded bird flies through the sky yeah, yeah, yeah. and then a second bird will arise at the house of power and you're like oh my god that's like okay that's eerie yeah it's crazy man like uh, i've read some of these and i'm like damn dude, what the fuck was you doing dude <laughs> like oh uh, yeah yeah they, they seem way out of left field until it happens until uh, it happens and i th- i think it depends on because you you could say like, out of all his predictions, he might have had like eighty that were really really spot on. He might have made a thousand predictions, not all of those came true. So then you Yet. get like the metrics of like, well, he's only like you know, ten percent right on his predictions. Like, well, those are really specific ten percent ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I mean, world ain't over yet. So he also predicts that there's a fucking comet gonna fall out of the sky and kill the world so it's probably gonna happen (laughs) statistically it's pretty Uh, much inevitable he had one about the great fire or something with nuclear basically nuclear weapons Mm -hmm. you know i'm like (laughs) yeah damn you were all right there buddy (laughs) yeah i uh i have really heavy themes in my dreams um i don't have nightmares anymore i i've only had a handful of nightmares where I'm like afraid in my dream. Like I feel fear a handful of times. Uh, One of them was dread. I was basically talking to like a demon on top of a skyscraper. And he's telling me about how my little sister's life is going to go to shit because I'm leaving. (coughs) When I went off for the boot camp, I don't know the Navy. Mm. And then before then, uh, was like werewolves are a big one for me because I was like super into werewolves as a kid and like I have this unnatural fear of them. Uh, and I'd always think they're like looking at my windows and stuff like that. So I'd sprint across any windows or army crawl under it as, mm-hmm. as a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, so that kind of stuck with me. Uh, the dinosaur thing came up a bunch, but I don't feel fear in dreams, even when it's supposed to be a nightmare. Um, like Snakes are another huge one for me. I dream about snakes all the time. And it's usually in reference to uh, my stepfather, who's like an actual snake. And so it's always at like his house. And Full of snakes. Yeah, the whole house is covered in snakes, like the Anaconda movie, but worse. Like the fence is almost made of snakes. They're crawling on everything. The yard is pockmarked with like a bunch of trap do- Like the trapdoor spider has their things. It's just like a bunch of holes with snakes in them. Uh, there was one. Like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Snakes. Um, why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> it's it's crazy, but it's always his house or something related to him with snakes. And um, I don't know exactly what that means. The they, serpent. They used to be, and I had this book of uh, dreams, importance, and meaning and stuff. And snake used to be like a lucky thing for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, there's fucking nothing lucky nor no feel good about this. I, I think, think it's like, uh, snakes and, you know, there's like the Chinese calendar. Mm-hmm. Zodiac. Zodiac, yeah, I think snakes like supposed to be something good actually in that. Yeah, it's supposed to be, but I think what happened is my brain took it as like the biblical tent since I was grew up Christian, mm-hmm. and so snake was always like evil. Yeah, and so I, I think serpent. I I attribute that to this situation. You know, lion, piece of shit, evil motherfucker. Eat the fruit. Yeah, the eat the fruit dude. Fucking Eve. So that's how I felt. Um. If you read dreams, you could go back into it. You wake up a couple times, you continue your dream. Yeah. Not a lot, but I've had dreams where I wanted to go back to sleep Maybe for like sure. Once, once every other month, I think I have a, a dream where I'm able to like 
hop back in three or four times and mm. continue out whatever that plot is. Definitely can't go three times. I've gone in maybe twice because, like, I wake up and then pass right back out, you know? So I think it was just like a like pausing the movie for a second. I think the longest time that I've taken is like five or six minutes where I was up and I was like, no, I, I need to go back to sleep. I need to see what's going to happen next. And, and I was able to a few times. Mm, I don't, I normally don't dream a lot. You know, I don't think that I get like the full deep sleep a lot. Yeah, that the REM sleep. Yeah, I don't get the REM sleep a lot. You know, I'm usually like in between. She's probably why I'm all tired all the time, but uh, I toss and turn a lot, move around a lot, so I don't get, like, deep sleep, which sucks, because I like to dream, you know? I like to dream. I'll um make a bunch of alarms. I put my snooze for, like, three or four minutes, and I've had times where I've taken half an hour to get up from, you know, 5 to 5.30, <sighs> But I'm falling asleep ten times in that little span of time and having different dreams. That's one of the other weird things is your concept of time in a dream is so distorted. Oh, yeah. You spend eight, nine, ten hours sleeping and you remember 40 seconds maybe continuous of a dream. You're like, what the fuck? And then you spend those tiny moments where 5.05 you wake up. Go back to sleep, 5.08, you wake up, and you're like, dude, I just had, like, a Lord of the Rings-esque dream. <laughs> There's no way that was three minutes. Yeah. Crazy. I don't get a lot of that, I think. And then, like, I don't hit snooze buttons. You know? Right. As soon That's as for it's, lazy people. As soon as, well, it's just the way that it is, because I know from experience that if I hit the snooze, I'm probably not going to go to work. Like, I was really bad about that when I was young. Yeah, same. It's, you're still bad about it. Well, I got I got in trouble in the navy for it. I was like, I was always fucking off. Yeah, it's like stay up playing video games and then fucking go to sleep and then hit the snooze, like thinking, okay, you know, fucking five minutes, eight minutes, whatever. Now, me, 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 sleeping right the fuck through that bitch. So if I ha- if I wake up, stop the fucking mm-hmm. alarm, reset it for the wife. Yeah. And then I just get out of the bed because if I, if I stay there, I'm not going. Yeah. I used to have to put like three alarms all the way across the room. (laughs) Yeah. That's another thing. Like I, I, that's how I trained myself to get up because the alarms over there, you have to get up, turn it off. Once I'm out of the bed, I'm out. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes like on weekend, if I'm not working and doing something like today, I overslept like a motherfucker because we didn't go to work. Uh, to do this, and um, I was supposed to be here at nine. <laughs> and I was sleeping like a motherfucker, dude, because I was tired as shit. So I've been getting up every day, early every day, and going to bed late every day. Right. So I think my body was like, "No, nah, bro, you staying in here till nine thirty, cuz." <laughs> yeah, In- Inception was such a cool movie when you took shit was great. the concept of dreams and made it like real you know what i mean other yeah. people are able to enter your dream that becomes a, a real thing and um what do they call the girl the architect the architect yeah yeah she builds like the scene that shit was wild it was man. such a cool system because like he had to have the totem the totem mm-hmm. then he like spins it and if it falls down he knows he's in the real world like you mm-hmm. he, he was in it so deep that like he had to have something to let him know that he was in the real world. And then, like, his wife would invade his dream, and it was, like, his own mind. Yeah. You know, and that's why he couldn't architect anymore, because she kept fucking coming in and fucking things up. But It was a super cool concept. Um, it was a great movie. Talk about lucid dreaming. I don't think that I've ever had more than two or three examples that I can remember where I've been able to actively control my dream in some manner or method mm. where it was a a conscious thing. It wasn't kind of like a, a will or a desire that happens. It was like, I want this to happen, and this happens. Not like, oh, yeah, man, I wish my car would go faster a little bit, and it starts going faster. It was like, no, my car will go faster. Yeah. My car goes faster. 
I haven't had that once or twice. It's kind of like a fight club scenario where, like, Tyler had the gun, mm-hmm. but he's Tyler. He's like, so that means that I have the gun. Mm-hmm. Now the gun shows up in his hand. Something sort of like that. <clears throat> um, I've also had one dream where I was in a nightmare, realized I was dreaming, but didn't wake up. And then I was able to do things inside the dream, like uh, Freddy Krueger. Are you killing teenagers or what? No, no, no. Uh, the one where Dream Warriors. Yeah. Where the girl can like control <clears throat> the dream, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she she somehow beats him at his own thing because she's a dream warrior, you yeah. know, dream wizards or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, had that once like whoever the bad guy was i was able to realize that i was dreaming it and i was controlling it so i was able to make him do things now right like control the matrix like a neo situation it's kind of cool it's yeah. only happened to me one time but it was pretty bad it was pretty badass i'd like to practice i know there's a lot of materials out there um youtube videos and apps and everything else it'll make like like small cues like we're gonna have a tone you're gonna fall asleep to the tone when you hear boop boop like it'll change something and you hear that in your dream know that you are aware and in your dream and able to control it so there's there's things I just I don't have the I don't have the time and yeah. energy to invest in this but I probably should considering dreams are the tits and yeah. uh, my favorite part of existing is relinquishing control and having a fantastical dream yeah yeah I would uh at one point in my life I kind of got into like meditation and then I realized oh yeah you basically look like a yogi well I don't know what that is but. Uh, yeah, I realized that like when you have uh, dark elements to your brain and you're alone mm-hmm. and you start to meditate and in the darkness, you know, as I say, uh, it can be a little dangerous for you, you know, kind of, you have to, that's why like, you know, they have like meditation and like temples and mm-hmm. enlightenment and all this stuff. You have to, you, you don't want to do it by yourself, you know. There was a video game called The Suffering. Fucking great game. It was legendary. Um, I think it was on PlayStation 1 or something. Maybe 2. Doesn't ring a bell. Dude, you got to find it and play it. It's fucking great. But there's a guy in there who's like writing in the journal. It was a really scary game, you know. Um... Then in in the interludes in between like loading screens, there was a guy that was a prisoner, and he was like writing in his journal as all this shit was happening. Mm-hmm. He had this one thing. It was something like, uh, if you take away a man's light, his food, his water, and leave him with his own thoughts, it's a very dangerous thing. It's not exactly what it was, but it's along that line, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, and kind of hit home. I was like, yeah, I don't think I should do this by myself. You know, I got all kinds of negative and shit from it. Um, That's why, like, people avoid bad trips for similar reasons. Yeah. You know, and, like, I never, like, I did shrooms, like, once. And I was like, I don't think my brain is meant to do this kind of stuff. Because I'm uh, not a positive person most of the time. So, I see a lot of negative shit. I'm, I'm like a half-empty kind of guy. Yeah. And I always look at, I always expect the worst, so I'm not disappointed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, when I go to, like, deep diving into my own head and shit, I'm like, ugh, scary-ass place. You know, so I, I try to stay out of there and live in the reality. Um, but dreaming is fun, for the most part. I don't want to, like, really go in heavy, you know, because reminds me of, like, Freddy Five, like, Nightmare on Elm Street Five, right. where they go into his brain, they're, like, re- looking at all his memories, and, you know, it's fucking scary as shit in there, you know, 
Yeah, just, you know, dream about sunshine and rainbows and <laughs> as much think, as possible. I think I'd like to, when when my life starts winding down, you know, probably when I'm 50 or 60, I'll, I'll really start investing into uh, lucid dreaming and dream control. But who knows what kind of technology we'll have then. I always used to joke, like, if I could record my dreams and project them as, like, movies or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Be awesome. Maybe the greatest director ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Move over, Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't seen shit Fucking yet. Fucking Dave Spielberg's here. I remember I had a really traumatizing dream when I was a kid. Uh, I had a crush on this girl, uh, Kristen, and uh, for some reason it was a zombie dream mixed with a werewolf dream. No, we started off running through zombie our werewolves. We started off running through our school from a werewolf, and then like the party splits up, and then I don't know where she's at. I go to the playground and like. People are chilling, but there's also zombies around. Hmm. And uh, for some reason, there's a zombie walk, like, bumping into this bag. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And instantly, I knew in that bag was Kristen. Like, she had died, and her body, like, it was like a bloody torso. Most, like, all the meat was gone. It was just like a bloody skeleton. But, like, the torso was there, the little skull on top, the arms and legs are packed to the side. And like this big trash bag, but it was clear. And so I could just see all of this viscera. Mm. And the zombie's just like bumping into it because he's like kind of hungry, but he doesn't know how to open the bag. Right. And I'm like, you asshole. So I grabbed the bag for some reason. And I started swinging. With the bag. Yeah, I started swinging it to hit him with it because dream logic. But the bag <laughs> tore open and she just goes spilling out along the playground. Oh, man. So. Yeah, damn Dave. Was not the hero of my dream at all. <laughs> like, no. I, was, I didn't save the girl. I made it worse. her corpse. Didn't even beat up the zombie. <laughs> I made it worse. And then uh, there was like video game uh, invisible walls everywhere. So like, I couldn't even like run away from uh, the shitty dream. Oh, but man. yeah, I'll, I'll never forget. Like I could feel like the weight of that bag letting go. In the dream, I just I could still feel like hold up my hands right now. I can still feel that weight <laughs> slipping from my grasp. Crazy. Uh, so I've had terrible dreams too, man. Where like uh, I might have mentioned this once or twice, but I had this dream where like my kids fell off a cliff. No, and I like dived and I caught them. Dove. So, yeah, dove. Whatever. So like I'm like chest. I'm laying on my chest basically. My arms are over the decide i have a kid in each hand mm-hmm. i'm trying to hold on to him you know and i'm trying so hard to pull him up you know and that my daughter's older than my son so she's heavier of course she's on my left hand <laughs> you know yeah and there's nobody else around i don't know why but <laughs> it's just us on a cliff somewhere and we live in fucking florida <laughs> so you know, I'm holding on to them, and I'm trying to pull them up, and I'm, like, telling them to, like, try to climb my arm, right. and they can't, you know, so my daughter's like, it's okay, just just save Bubba, just save Bubba, and I'm like, no, and then I woke up, and then she started to slip, like, cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, man, it was terrible. I woke up, like, fucking almost crying. I had to make sure she was in her bed. Bad one. Then I had another dream um, where there were zombies everywhere and we're like boarded up in the fucking house daughter was young at this point this is years ago she was like five or six son wasn't born yet but somehow she got scratched of course you know like every movie ever scratched or bitten no nobody knew and uh she ends up fucking for some reason like the zombies could talk like uh return of the living dead yeah you know and so she like was in bed and turned into a fucking zombie in the night, and I'm like staying up trying to protect everybody. She comes like fucking staggering out there. I'm thinking she's just tired. No, she's a zombie, and she's like pleading with me to eat me because she's so hungry. She's like, "Please, Daddy, I'm hungry." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, do we have any steak in the freezer? <laughs> you know, and then I ended up having to shoot her. So, like, as soon as I pulled the trigger and heard the bang, I woke up. Were you, were you fucked up after that? That was terrible. I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even tell my wife about it. I I had a similar one. I, like, ran in there and was like, <laughs> she's alive. It was they terrible. Can be, they can be powerful. It was um, fucking terrible. There's there's only a handful of them, but you, you remember those. Uh, I know. 
I like got chills just now. Yeah, I had one where I was uh, in a truck escaping from a T-Rex that was chasing us. <laughs> this guy in the T-Rexes. I was in the back seat. It was a green Jeep. That <laughs> yeah, was red. And, White uh, and red with Jurassic Park. On my, my girlfriend at the time was to my left. And somehow there was uh, like a sniper or whatever that was shooting, trying to hit the T-Rex or whatever, missed. <laughs> and I could see it like slow motion coming towards the window of the jeep or uh, truck sorry and um i knew it was a jeep <laughs> yeah so i was like i i, I pull my head back out of the path of the bullet which makes it pass straight past me into my girlfriend's head mm. just to the left of me and i like uh, it's all slow-mo i'm turning my head seeing the bullet enter you know through the right of her skull and out the left and then she's dying in my arms and it was my fault because i moved uh, that was one that I woke up and I was like hyperventilating <laughs> afterwards. No, no. In reality, though, like even if you didn't, it would have went through you and into her. Oh yeah, but probably. It's they're so connected to emotion, um, and I don't know how people get by without remembering their dreams. Or those people that say, oh, "I'd never dream." I couldn't imagine how empty life would be without dreams. Yeah. I don't remember all of them. Like I know, I know I had it. Right? Some lot of times I'll wake up and I'm like, damn, shit was crazy. And then I can't remember it. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck even happened. <laughs> you know? Uh, it happens to all of us. They're they're fleeting until you, like, really cement them into your brain. Yeah, you have to, like, really try. I think that's why I tell you guys about my dreams all the time, because I'm trying to repeat and, like, remember that back into my yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah, I've had I've like so uh, many notes on my phone. Yeah, world <laughs> ending notes. Yeah, world ending dreams. I had a dream where like the world like lost its gravitational pull, and uh, like it just started coming apart, mm-hmm. like just big chunks of Earth like floating off. And I actually wrote a song about this one, but uh, I like wrote the the chorus for the song and didn't remember writing it mm-hmm. like i like woke up like oh, and like wrote it down and then went back to sleep uh but yeah like in the dream like it starts out with like this huge tidal wave and like all the animals are running away like let's fuck out of here you yeah know? yeah all the stupid people are like oh my god what did we do and i'm like hey what the fuck let's get out of here and it's all set to like um that one fucking um System of a Down song, smoke like where he's like smoking fags on the boulevard. Yeah, you know it's all melancholy as shit. And I'm like driving this fucking jeep, jumping off of Lost in Hollywood. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. And I'm like dr- jumping from like piece of planet to piece of planet, trying to get somewhere when mm-hmm. there's really nowhere to go. Um, the sky like exploded and caught on fire. It's like waters rise, earth will shake, scorch the skies, life's mistake, planet dies, human race before your eyes, the breeds of hate. That was the chorus. Song's called The Breeds of Hate, just so you know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. And then uh, I've been like really far like in between dreaming and being awake. I remember uh, one time I was had insomnia <laughs> and I was watching Criminal Minds like crazy. Just binge watching mm-hmm. and i had my notebook because i was like always like looking for lyrics <coughs> i was always looking for lyrics and and things for songs and so i was like fucking passing out like you know and then i like fell asleep at least i thought i did and uh i was just gone like woke up you know, pen still in my hand, and I had this whole, like, fucking page of shit written, all weird and, like, mm-hmm. scratchy, and, like, I went over it, like, a hundred fucking right. times. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Scared the shit out of me, man. And then the stuff that was written on there was all about killing people. You know, all poetically written. Yeah. Like, you know, the cold steel gleaming and hard tears the flesh. I'm like, I wrote this? Yeah. <laughs> I went in there and made sure my wife was still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, man, what the fuck is going on? That's when I realized that I had like a problem with sleeping. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean when I was saying like 
doing meditation and shit when you're in like a darker area, yeah, darker place in your mind, like it's not good, you know. It's when you're alone all the time, you're isolated. They're all asleep. I'm in there by myself, not able to sleep, you know. That was bad. I mean, I used a lot of that because it was really well written. <laughs> but I, I uh, just used to run or walk. I just walk around town miles and miles and miles every every corner. I just go throughout the middle of the night, come back up when it was dawn. And um, it's probably a better thing than sitting there watching fucking killer shows. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I got into, I got into some trouble. But uh, I always got out of it. (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh, yeah, dreams, they are probably one of the most mystifying aspects of reality, I think, in in the brain. We don't have hard science for it. You know, there's no recording it. There's no transcription. It's just whatever you can recall. And with memory being so fickle and prone to change... I don't know that we'll develop a technology that's able to replicate that. I think they have some rudimentary things where they're able to get like a sort of black and white impression of like vague shapes and stuff like that. Mm. But it doesn't have like fidelity and uh, it has something to do with like what signals are telling the eyes that is happening. Um, and Electrical impulses. It Yeah, it's... I mean, it's it's highbrow stuff, but it, it's in a very infant stages right now. Um, I wonder I if they could ever do that, like send pulses to spark certain things. I don't, I don't think so. I, I I think that we don't have the fidelity for that, and we still don't understand how the brain works. It's not like we could take this particular group of neurons and be like, this group of neurons is going to project this sort of image, like this group of neurons is responsible for seeing avocados and this part of like there's no way to really dial or, or send signals th- that accurately. Right. Um, so I, I think it's beyond our grasp, which kind of makes it like magic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of the last frontiers that science won't really be able to fuck with. And that's, it's something that's yours. Can't replicate it. You know, I mean, you don't think like eventually with like Neuralink and see it, they'll be able to, do something like I that. I don't think so. Hmm. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm not a scientist. Yeah, to keep dreaming, you know. Uh, try to remember them. Uh, dream journals are abundant. I, I've got a whole folder on my phone from notes. I wake up in the middle <laughs> of the night. You get that some of that blue light in my fucking retina and ping down whatever that dream is. Come back to it. You know, days, weeks, or months later. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know that I've got a lot of like inform not an information, but like wisdom. I've I've not gleamed any sort of wisdom from my dreams. Uh I don't think that yeah, most of your dreams are hanging out with Snoop Dogg, drinking, smoking weed. Yeah. Getting in trouble, having cocaine all over your face. <laughs> no, that's a that's like a IRL dream. That's what I want to do, but not what I'm dreaming about. Um uh, yeah, they used to say that, you know, there's a whole bunch of books for dream meetings and interpretations, and Sigmund Freud has a lot to say about it, but I don't know. I don't think there's much rhyme or reason for me. I'm not going to go ahead and make my bl- conscious decisions based off of unconscious experience. Right. Some people are really, really into that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember in the 90s, there was like a dream parties people would like uh it's probably the 80s late 80s but they like take a bunch of lsd and then pass out or shrooms and then try to sleep or heroin and fucking pass out just mm-hmm. see what happens and then try to like remember it and talk about it and i'm like what the fuck I'm trying <laughs> to see if they could like share a communal dream yeah uh, i don't know if that's what it was for or just like uh I mean, they weren't connected or anything. They were just, like, in the room, all sleeping, you know. And they were, like, wake up, oh, well, I dreamed about this, and oh, I dreamed about that. And maybe it was a study. I don't think it was. I think it was just a bunch of fucking drug addicts wanting to see if they could dream together. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure yeah. there'd be some cool science into that. Like, I'm you sure. have all these people in a room, and then you got a, a soundtrack. You are all in a white room. Look to your left. Look to your right. Who do you see? 
Let's do it, Dave. Let's. Hey, anybody want to volunteer for a dream study? Sleepover. They probably yeah. <laughs> sleepover. <laughs> they probably don't want to dream with me after a thing I just said. They're like, man, you fucking dream about weird zombies and fucking the world ending. I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Yeah, but uh, wrap up, Dave. Yeah. Uh, get some sleep, man. We are <laughs> grinding ourselves into dust over here. I think last week I got four hours of sleep across three or four days and i've i I look like shit i look like a zombie out of ashley's dream um <laughs> get some fucking sleep, showing man. up showing up to work just dead inside boots and, all uh, untied <clears throat> hair fucked up uh, eyes eye sockets just sunken into my head uh, so treat yourself correctly get some sleep have some good dreams uh take that little melatonin gummy that you got on the nightstand, warm milk, whatever you got to do. Um, if you suffer from nightmares uh, consistently, if you have reoccurring dreams, it might be worth bringing up to a therapist or seeking out some therapy to try to see if you have some deeper meaning or trauma that needs to be resolved that's trying to happen in your dreams. It's mm-hmm. not the case for me, but it's something that you know, would be worth mentioning. Um, your dreams are, are secrets until they're, they're spoken aloud into existence. And um, if you're suffering when you sleep, when you should be resting, recovering, and having a nice little jaunt into fantasy land, uh, definitely bring that up with a healthcare provider, you know, therapist, psychologist, uh, even just your doctor. They can redirect you towards sources. Or uh, when I was having my reoccurring dreams, I started to write things and try to be creative about it. You know, a lot of the best stories come from the worst nightmares, mm-hmm. you know, so try to write some shit, try to write a book, try to write a story. Yeah, if you, you, know. if you redirect it, you get hands-on, you're processing it in some way, and that can drastically change the, the association uh, from something negative into, you know, something right. positive. I almost feel like uh, with the story, because it's kind of started happening again, because I've taken such a long break, I feel like I need to write it. I don't know if it's like some other personality or a ghost or fucking... What dreams may come. You know, reincarnated thing. I don't know. Um, But every once in a while, I have the same dream that I had when I started writing the story. It's like, yo, I'm still here. Finish the fucking story, man. (laughs) Yeah. So... Keep on dreaming. Yeah, the greatest stories start with, I have a dream. Yeah. I have a dream. I'm going to use that for the uh, intro. <laughs> and on that note, cue the music. I'm just a dream.